Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hello everyone, my name is Deb and I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. I'm here with my dear friend Linda and if you guys, you know, Linda and I have done podcasts before and you are in for a treat with Linda because she loves to encourage women to hear God's voice, to know how to hear from God. And this whole week, guys, what we've been doing is teaching you guys how to hear from God and we're giving you practical examples in different areas of your life to get a word for yourself, for your marriage, for your children, and for your calling and your community. And this is a powerful week at Help Club and so, and so we're so happy to be here. And so also, I want to say if you missed uh, the podcast uh, that we did at the beginning of the week talking about what is prophecy and what does this even mean and all the introduction to this week, please go back and listen to Monday's podcast all about what we're doing this week and how we can explain it. And you know, the word of God says, uh, do not treat prophecies with contempt. And guys, prophecy is from God. And, and we want to demystify it here for you. Meaning asking God for a prophetic uh, word of encouragement for someone, it's not something mystical. It's just you go to God and you ask God for something to encourage someone or to tell them. Or you There are so many different questions, and we're going to talk about that today. But you can also ask God for a word for your husband. Say your husband is is really upset about something, and instead of reacting to him being upset, you could say, Lord, give me a word. Help me to see what's going on with my husband right now and to know what to say. And so there's so much going to happen in today's episode and all week long, but I just wanted you guys to just know that you are going to learn how to hear God's voice more clearly this week I think than ever, if you open yourself up and spend time with the Lord and seek him, remember, tell us that verse, when you seek me with all of your your heart, when you seek me, you will find Find me me. when you seek me with all of your heart. And that is a thing. Linda and I were talking about that today, guys, that we cannot compromise over uh, spending time with the Lord and Mm. we cannot compromise over uh, just thinking he is some type of a genie in a bottle that's going to tell us things, right, Linda? Right. You had such a good word today about that. Can you just give us a little bit of of that where God isn't a genie in a bottle and we don't always hear him. Exactly, right? So if you come to him with a question, it's not he's not a vending machine. You he's know, not just a go, vending machine. I, I want to hear this today, Lord. Like tell me the answer. And you know, certainly you can you can get practiced at this, right? You can practice and practice when you do it with all of your heart. Mm-hmm. He promises he'll be found by you. But we're not in control of him. I mean, we're he's like he's not a genie. We can't just be like, "God, show up." Yeah. Tell me this, you know? <laughs> I love yeah. that. Yeah. And, and he does absolutely honor the posture of your heart. So if you're seeking him with all of your heart, know this. He'll be found by you. He will be yeah. found by you because yeah. he's so good. And if you don't hear from him in a particular day, we all go through seasons. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that as well. Um, you know, keep seeking. Keep seeking. Keep seeking. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy Linda is talking about husbands today. So we're talking about asking God for a word for your husbands. And I love Linda and Mike's marriage, and they're really sweet to each other, but they have been through the fires. Yeah. And uh, if you want to go back and just Google on our website, Linda Steppenbacher, and you can listen to her content is all 
it, it's really, um, it's all about trusting the Lord and because of what you've been through. So, yeah. Yeah. So about three years ago in March of 2019, my husband was diagnosed with a brain tumor, a kind of really out of nowhere. And it mm-hmm. was, it was a life threatening situation that we have been walking through. And I can tell you about Psalm 23 because I've lived it. And God himself has walked us through this valley mm-hmm. of, of the shadow of, of death. And we have walked a, a life and death journey for the last three years. And God is so good. And it was his voice. It was he himself that led us through this, this terrifying um valley and made it beautiful. Mm -hmm. I mean, even in the midst of it, he set, he set a table for us in the Mm -hmm. presence of our enemies. And it's beautiful. You can have this too. Like you, Mm -hmm. you know, we all walk through different fires, but you can have this too. And so much of it was hearing the voice of God. And honestly, prior to this last three years or so, I really didn't know about very much about the voice of God. I didn't believe I really could hear him. And you know, everyone can hear the voice mm-hmm. of God. Like John 10, 27 says, my sheep hear my voice. If like, you're a Christ follower, yeah. you have the Holy Spirit in you. It's an absolute promise. It's a promise to every single one of us. We hear his voice and we will follow him. We will not follow follow the voice of a stranger. Mm-hmm. And so if you can hear the voice of God for yourself, you can hear it for your husband. And that's all that it is. Prophesying over your husband is just hearing the voice of God for your husband and everyone can do it. And it's really beautiful. It builds your marriage. It builds your husband up. And I would encourage each one of you to do this. Um, another note that I had was that throughout our journey, we've been blessed so much to be on the receiving end of others' prophetic words Mm -hmm. for us. And there is nothing better than getting a word from God's heart for yourself, Mm -hmm. Uh, but there's no other better gift that someone else can give you than them hearing God's heart Mm -hmm. for you. Um, I know that's my favorite gift Mm -hmm. from people. Mm -hmm. Yes. So all it takes is asking God questions on behalf of your husband. Now you can do this kind of throughout the day, like Deb said, as situations come Mm -hmm. up, or maybe you're just, you know, going about your stuff at, at home or at work and you think of him and you think, God, what, what could I just text him right now really quick that would encourage him? Mm -hmm. Or maybe you're having a disagreement (laughs) (laughs) and you need God to show you what's really going on in his heart. Yeah. Ask him, ask him for what words you should speak in that moment. And so, um, you can also sit with God like you would for yourself with a journal in front of you and ask like a formal question of God, God, how do you see my husband? And then write it down. And then how do you dive into that? Look, I I know you, Linda, and I know before you sit down with God and you ask him, how do you see my husband? You have done other things right before that moment, right? For sure. And I mean, he's not a vending machine. So you've worshiped, right? Or you have read the word. Yeah. Whatever whatever it it takes to get your heart in that place. And that that might be different for everyone. It's actually different for me every day. Mm -hmm. But for me, a favorite is worship. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like, and I just go with with whatever worship song God's put in my spirit, I'll put that on and it will sing my heart out. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, I make making a joyful noise. Amen. I am not yeah. a singer. <laughs> <laughs> but man, does he love it. He loves it. And I love it. And it gets me in that space, that head space, that heart space where I need to be with, with God. Yeah. And I was singing this morning. I've been under a lot of pressure, just different things. And I was really needing time with the Lord this morning. And then I started thinking about the words I was actually singing in a worship song. And I would never think 
to sing these songs. Like I would never, sorry, I would never think to say these words in my quiet time. But when you're singing your favorite worship song, there's something about those words. Like I sing, not my will, but yours be done. I leave it all to follow you. And I would never like sit in my Bible study. When you actually think about that, you're like, oh my God, what am I saying? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Or protector. Like I love Kim Walker Smith. So protector, Mm, you know, and, and like, what's one of yours? Just like, Wow. Um, you have so many. There's so many. I know. The one that I've been really loving lately is Just Like Heaven um, by Brandon Lake. Oh, you guys. I got to sing that. Gotta so, that I know. Up. I actually was going to tell you about it. It's so beautiful. And it's like, it's all about the ones I've been really on lately are just about In First Love by Carrie Job. Like, that, that he is my love. He is my first love. And I desire him above everything else. And when you get your heart and you get your emotions and you get your mind into that place, then you're in God's presence. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then, then you seek him. Then you right? seek him. Yeah. And for me specifically for asking my husband, a lot of times it's when I'm praying about him, mm-hmm. when I'm praying about him, then the compassion and the love hits my heart. And, um, this is something I, we were talking about what you love, you have authority over, mm-hmm. right? And and not in a kind of domineering way, mm-hmm. but you love your husband, you love your kids, they've been given to you, they are your domain. And as your heart fills with love for them, um, the scripture says Jesus was moved by compassion before he performed a lot of his miracles, before mm-hmm. he healed people, before he multiplied the loaves and the fishes, he looked at the crowds who had followed him for three days and he was moved with compassion. That's good. So when you start from that place of love, prophecy always comes out of the father's heart and the father's heart is love. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where it comes really. And it flows easily. I like what you said earlier about the fact that, um, but we can't use prophetic words to manipulate our husbands. That's so good. <laughs> or anyone. So God's <laughs> words of prophecy are always encouraging. They're for edification, for mm-hmm. building up. If you read 1 Corinthians um, 14, it talks about prophecy, how um, it, it's the highest for it's the thing that we should all desire mm-hmm. because it's for building up mm-hmm. the church. And so we always build up with our words. We never use prophecy as a weapon against anyone, especially against her. We don't use yeah. it against our husbands to manipulate him or to push our own agenda. Right. So we need to have yeah. our hearts clean before God. Exactly. Coming before him and repenting if you're angry at your husband or you know, he knows it already, right? Like, yes. God knows that you're mad at your husband. Just tell him. <laughs> he knows that you're not getting your way and you're mad. Just tell him, yeah. right? He knows what's in your heart. So you may as well tell him and then just get that out of the way and then yeah. ask him yeah, exactly. for a word for your husband. Exactly. So do you want to talk about some of the instances yeah, where we've I do. heard for our husbands? Yeah. So um, personally, mine was just recently with my husband, we were sitting and it was on New Year's day. We were having coffee and we were talking and we were just talking about, you know, how we're doing. And my husband is the type of personality and you guys may have husbands like this, but a lot of times he doesn't really know what's wrong. Like he's the type of, he's not a, um, a feelings based person, not an intuitive type person. He's very, oh my gosh, he's so beautiful. His faith is just beautiful, but he's super humble and uh, genuine. And he's his worst enemy. He's really hard on himself. And he also struggles with anger. 
And anger would be, and he's going to do a podcast. We're going to do like the month of love in February. We're going to do marriage podcast together, oh, which is going to be great. That. Yeah. And so um, we're going to do it together. And so he's okay if I talk about his anger, but it was always at like inanimate objects, you know, like vacuum cleaners or, you know, <laughs> doors having a hole in the wall and stuff at the door, you know, and I would get super mad and, you know, because I have trauma from my stepdad beating my mom, but, um, you know, that was hard. But, um, anyway, so I sat across from him and he was like, I just, am so frustrated. I ask God every day to change me and to take this away. And I'm just so awful. And he was just going off on himself. And I said, Randy, I said, you're the one that always talks about feeding the right wolf. Like, have you heard mm -hmm. that analogy? Yeah. Like, like the wolf that you feed will get bigger. And so I said, Randy, which wolf are you feeding? Are you feeding the wolf that I'm a bad person? I'll never get over my anger. Or are you feeding the wolf that says, you know what? God is with me and I'm on his timetable, not mine. And I'm making thing, I'm making little strides and no, I'm not perfect. And that really, um, that really spoke to him. But in the middle of that conversation, I actually didn't get angry. Like I usually do or get frustrated. I actually asked God, can you please give me something to say to him? Hmm. So that was how it wasn't like prophetic word, but it was a word from my husband, for my husband from God. And it really helped him. And I'm telling you, that is a there's prophetic been word. such a, yeah, a prophetic word. Yeah, yeah, there's been such a change in him. He's been more peaceful. And I think that yeah. we women also need to remember that there's so much power in our words with our husbands. Mm -hmm. And the word talks about that. So I think it's good. I think what we're talking about is super good for us. Right. What about yeah. you? And there's tons of those little instances yeah. throughout the day yeah. that you guys can access this. Yeah. Um, I actually, this happened yesterday. I sat down and I pulled out my prayer journal. I was about to write, but it flipped open to a uh, prophetic word that I had given Mike six months ago. And I read it and I was like, gosh, that's beautiful. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, God is beautiful. God, you're so good. I mean, yeah. his words are just, wow, they're so life-giving. And I thought, I'm going to call him and tell him. So I called him and it was like the middle of the day when he finally got back to me. And I was like, hey, I just wanted to read this word I gave to you six months ago. And I read it to him and he was like, wow, yeah, like I have seen that. I've actually, I was thinking all this morning, I was observing some of the, the things that you spoke in this word just this morning. Oh my goodness. You know, and God's word is so timely. It's for the time he gives it to you. It's for other times. So make sure you write it down if you get an actual prophetic word yes. for him. Because I did give him this word six months ago. It was just as good six months ago, but I didn't get that reaction from him, right? And, and God knows exactly what we need. So yesterday when I sat down and just opened up there, he was like, Tell them now again, you know, and it was beautiful. That is so beautiful. And I love how in the word it talks about, I think it's Habakkuk and it says, write it on the tablets, mm, write yeah. down the vision. Yes. You need to write it down, guys. And then are you going to talk about sometimes they don't come, they're not for today or for right oh, away? prophetic words. Absolutely. Like, just like this, six months ago, it didn't have as much power to him as it did when I read it to him now. So when you do get a prophetic word for someone else or for yourself, you know, write it down, record it if it's from someone else. And maybe it's not true of you now. And you, there's actually um, protocols for it. You need to take it to Holy Spirit and go, is this for me? Because we can all miss it, right? Mm -hmm. That's another thing. There's so much grace, but Holy Spirit talks to us, but he talks to us through the filter of us. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so sometimes, right? Yeah. And so whoever is, is receiving the word, whether it's you or your husband or whoever it is, you need to ask to take that to Holy Spirit first and go, is this for me? 
you know, and I've gotten words straight from God himself where I've asked him, how do you see me? And he, he showed me something that was so opposite of who I was in that moment. Mm. And I was like, huh, I almost laughed, but I was like, I will. That's I'm, like Sarah. I'm, I'm Sarah writing down the vision. <laughs> I know I kind of really identify with her. And I was like, I'm writing down the vision. And guess what? That's who I've become. And, and who, what he says is always true. And so even though it may go against everything you feel, write it down. Write it down. And also yeah. remember, just like you said, God's words of prophecy are always encouraging. Yeah. It's not right to go or for someone to come to you and say things that are discouraging. Now, exhortation is different than prophecy. Yeah. Like exhortation is when you, yeah, that's another whole thing. You compare all the words of prophecy to Jesus because Jesus in the scripture is the exact representation of the father. And so um, it's the most accurate thing. You go like, well, would Jesus have said this? Is this consistent with Jesus's character? Well, okay. Then there's the whole Jesus thing with the Pharisees though. Exactly. But and that that's where exhortation comes in. Yeah. He will tell, he's a good father, yeah. right? Like he, if you see your kid persisting in bad behavior, you're going to be like, hey, son, <laughs> get back on the path. Get back on the right? tracks. Yeah. yeah. So, so there's that. So they are encouraging. So um, I, just to remind you, just like Linda said, sometimes they are, are for today and right now, and sometimes they're for six months or sometimes they're for later. And just remember like Sarai and Abram and how long they had to wait oh for that child. I mean, it seems like, boy, if we get something that's for now or or something quicker. We're just really blessed because people in the Bible they times, waited a they long waited a long time, time. Yeah. for their so, promises to yeah, come they about. Did. Joseph waited 17 years. Yeah. I think Abram and Sarah like, waited, waited like, like 25, 25 years. Maybe? Okay. Yeah. He was 100 and she was 90 when I'm, the baby was born, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, but it could be though. God is so good. He could give you something right now. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's so good. So I also wanted to share with you a really, one of my favorite questions that I've asked God for myself, but, um, spontaneously, I was praying for my husband one day as I was driving and like, again, moved with compassion. I was praying about him. I was praying about his health situation and moved with compassion. I just, Holy Spirit led me to ask him this question. And so what I did is I asked all three members of the Trinity how, for a word to describe my Oh, I love that. It's <laughs> so good. And if you've never done this for yourself, I really encourage you to do it for yourself because yeah, they are one person, right? They're three in one and, um, but they're distinctly different. They're distinctly different. And the answers they give you, you're going to be like, oh yeah, God, the father. Yes. Cause that's how I relate to you and, and Holy Spirit. That's how I relate to you. And Jesus. Oh yeah. And it's, it's just beautiful. So, um, so I asked him and he, you know, father God answered first and he said, Wait, cause you said, yeah. How Holy do you Spirit, see Mike? God, yeah. Yeah. Father how do you see Jesus, Mike? How do Give you me see an Mike? adjective yeah. to, descri to describe him. Father God said, I see him as valiant. And then he went on to elaborate. He said, I named him, I named him Michael, right? He began in my heart. I named him Michael, Michael is my archangel of war, right? Oh he is gosh. like the highest archangel. So and the, and the, the name Michael means who is like God. And he said, so I made him valiant. And I was like, oh man, that's good, God. And Holy Spirit said, steady. Which like, I know Deb, you relate to this too. Like in the, in our relationships, our husbands are like, they're the steady, steady ones. Freddy, yeah. Right. And even in their relationships with Holy Spirit, yeah. right. I'll be like, oh, I had this encounter with Holy Spirit. <laughs> it was wild or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And Mike's like, oh, yeah. really? Mm. Like, and yeah, I and just yeah. had my 15 minute Bible time today. But yes. do you know they get so much out of that time? Absolutely. It's We're different. different. Everybody's different. So as soon as he said steady, I was like, yeah, that's true too of you guys. And then, then I said, Jesus, what? What 
do you have to say about Mike? And what hit what he said made me cry. It's oh. gonna make me cry again. And he just said, with so much emotion in his in his voice, so much compassion, he said, Oh, my son. Mm. And that's all he said. And I thought, wait a minute, did I hear him wrong? Was that God the Father? He just called him his son. That would be like a father-son sort of thing. So I was driving, and when I stopped my car, I looked up the times when God re um, re when Jesus referred in the gospels to someone as his son or his daughter. And every time it was when he was going to heal them. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> right. And, and, and then I began to cry more. Right. But even when he said it, I cried because I felt that I felt his heart for my husband. And if you know our story, he has healed Mike from the brain tumor. Mm -hmm. Um, it's gone. It's gone. But he still has some double vision that needs to be healed. And you guys, a word from God is so powerful. Um, amen. That is amazing, Linda. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to share one last thing. Well, um, and what are some ordinary questions? So we're going to oh, have ordinary, some, yeah. we're going to have some, uh, a little printout for you guys um, that you can just take some of these questions and you can pause the video when we're done or the the audio. When we're done with this part, you're going to come back to Jen Pierce's, our worship pastor, help club worship pastor's beautiful music where you can sit and ask God some questions. It'll be about 10 minutes and you can do whatever you want to before. If you have a time to just sing a quick worship song or read a scripture, whatever you want to do, right? Whatever, ever how you connect with God, but then you could print out these questions. So what are some other questions, Linda? Okay, so some of my questions um, that I've asked are, how do you see my husband? Please show me. Mm -hmm. And you may get a picture. You may get words. Either way, write it down. Okay, and then the question that I, I just told you guys about, what do you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, have to say about my husband? Um, and what do you have to say about this particular situation that my husband is facing? It may be a relational thing. It may be a work thing. Um, what do you have to say about this? Mm -hmm. um, what's on your heart for my husband today? That's a really great one you can ask literally any day. Um, and what Bible character do you say my husband is like and why? Oh, I love that one. Yeah, and when God gives you something like this particularly, go and research, right? Mm -hmm. So God told me Joseph for my husband. And so I was like, I'm going to go research. How is he like Joseph? Why is that? Um, and then you can actually turn any question that you would ask for yourself into a question for your husband or anyone else, really. Mm -hmm. So have fun with it. The questions are unlimited. Um, just enjoy your time with God. And Holy Spirit may just spontaneously bring something up in your spirit, bring a question up in your spirit, and just go with that, of course. And remember, two of the things of the Holy Spirit in the book of John, it says he guides us into all truth and he shows us the things that are to come. And you, just like we said earlier, you have authority over your husband, meaning you don't have authority over him. That's not what I mean, but you mm -hmm. have authority over that area, that domain of your life in your marriage to hear from God, to guide you into all truth and to show you the things that are to come. You can ask God to guide you into what's really going on with your husband's heart. Why is he mad all the time? Mm -hmm. Why is he sad? Why is he depressed? Why is he having so much trouble at work? What's going on? You have that power from God. And guys, if you've never heard from God, don't turn off the podcast and think, well, that's fine for Deb and Linda, but I can never do it. That is that is a lie from the enemy, you guys. Yeah. If you have the Holy Spirit in you, which when you become a Christian, you get the Holy Spirit, then you have the same Holy Spirit that Linda has and that I have. Right. And God's voice is like a television. I heard it. It was the best analogy where the old rabbit ears that used to sit on top of old televisions, you know, you would have to move them around to get the TV waves, you know, to make the picture come in a long time ago, right? Mm -hmm. And God is always speaking. 
and we just have to tune in. Yeah. And so we're just giving you ways to tune in, but we, we're going to pray over you and we just really want you to know that you are his sheep and you do hear his voice. So Amen. don't listen to the voice of the accuser saying, well, I'm not good enough or I'm not spiritual enough. Mm-hmm. That is a lie. Yeah. So Linda, why don't you pray? Okay. Dear Lord, we thank you for every person on this podcast today, Lord, every, everywhere that our voices are being heard, Lord, we just thank you for your words, for your heart, for them, that you love them so much that you want to draw them closer to you and that you want to give them this gift of hearing your voice for their husbands, Lord, that you want to give their husbands this gift, Lord. Um, we just thank you for your gift of, of life and of encouragement, of prophecy, Lord. Um, we thank you that your words are to strengthen and to encourage and to comfort your people, Lord. And so we just bless each mm-hmm. and every wife on this podcast to hear words for her husband, mm-hmm. Lord, from your heart, to hear how you see those husbands, to um, understand them better, Lord, to give them prophetic words for the future Mm -hmm. that will just bring life and love to their marriage and bring them closer to each other and to you, Lord. Mm -hmm. So God, we just thank you and we bless you. You are a good father. You give Mm -hmm. us good gifts, Lord. So thank you for the gift of this, of hearing your voice, of hearing your voice for our husbands. Mm -hmm. And in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. And God, I do also want to pray for the just the ordinary words for my friend to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Ordinary words as she's going through her day, if uh, as she's praying for her husband, or if you bring your husband to mind, the ordinary words of how can I encourage my husband today? And Lord, that she would really make it her aim to be, like it says mm-hmm. in scripture, that loving doe, that graceful deer. You know, we are to love our husbands, um, respect them, and marriage is a big deal to you, God. And you want our marriages to be strong. And I pray for my friend who might be in a hurting marriage that you would heal her marriage. And Lord, that it would start with her. It would start with her humbling herself and coming to you and seeking forgiveness for her part and Mm -hmm. just really giving her husband grace and um, just loving him. We pray Mm -hmm. for this year to be the year of stronger marriages than any of us have ever known. And Lord, we commit our marriages to you. Come Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Linda. Mm -hmm. And so now what you guys are going to do is you'll turn off the, or push pause on the recording, and then you could sing a worship song, or you could just sit and listen to Jen's music. You'll have 10 minutes while this music is playing, and just ask God these questions, and just try it. And you might just get a word, like, like, I don't know, like what Linda did from your son. You might get one word. Write that down. Mm -hmm. You might get a paragraph. You might get nothing. Just... Keep coming back to him. Keep talking to him. What would be the one thing that you would say, Linda, if they hear nothing? Because you you always say, we've got to keep coming back. Right? We've all been to that spot. Don't give up. Yeah. Don't Don't give give up. up. And just keep coming back. Exactly. Okay. All right. Well, we love you guys. And we'll see you tomorrow. Mine is tomorrow. Linda Linda and I will be doing a podcast tomorrow about children hearing a voice from God for your kids. So we love you. We're praying for you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.